Good morning. You got to watch who you invite to preach around here because they might steal your Christmas thunder, okay? Uh, if you are new this morning, my name is Lance Stockton, self-professed Christmas lover. And if you were not here last week, uh, one of the pastors who retired from here uh, not too long ago came back to preach for us and uh, introduced Joseph and therefore said he started Christmas, although I challenged that, okay? Uh, we're still a little ways off from Christmas, although Hobby Lobby is already selling Christmas. So just in case you didn't know that, uh, there's that. I'm going to pray for us and then we're going to jump in this morning. Let's pray. Jesus, thanks so much for this morning. Thanks that we uh, have fun every single Sunday worshiping you because you deserve that. You deserve for us to worship you. You deserve for us to have fun because you created it. You created all that we experience, all that we get to do, and we thank you for it this morning. As we focus our hearts on you, uh, help us to see what you've invited us into and what we are called to invite others into. Jesus, we love you. We pray these things in your precious name. Amen. So this might look a little familiar. Uh, last spring, we did a series uh, called The Way Forward. We really wanted you to understand, hey, we are continuing to connect lives to Jesus here at White River Christian Church. And the way we're going to do that uh, is by the way. Now, there were three uh, words that we introduced to you, and those words came straight from Scripture. We, we want to follow in Jesus' footsteps. We want to do what Jesus did. And so if you have your Bibles this morning, open up those Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter four is where we see a lot of different things about Jesus and what he's going through and experiencing. But one of the things that we see as we look at Matthew before this is you see how John the Baptist is preparing the way. You see that, that Jesus is baptized. And in fact, today at second service, we're gonna be baptizing three uh, people from our congregation. Praise God for that, right? Uh, so we'll do that. Jesus then is led by the spirit out into the wilderness to be tempted and then when he comes back from that, he begins his earthly ministry. And we know that started at the age of 30. And then Jesus calls his first disciples. And this is where we see what we are calling a white River Christian church, the way. Verse 18 says this, one day Jesus was walking along the shore of Sea of Galilee and he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter and Andrew, throwing a net into the water for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. Now we talk about the way, the way we want to connect lives to Jesus. We see that way right here in this invitation. Jesus says, come follow me, come belong to me. Be a part of that. Like last spring, we were focused on you guys in the congregation. Like Jesus is inviting you to come and follow him, belong to him, like be with him. And then he says, and I will show you how. This is where he is going to help us become like him. It's not like he's going to come follow me and then good luck. It's come follow me and I'm going to show you how to become like me, like Jesus. And that's, that same thing is true for you and I. We get a chance as we read scripture, as we pray and we spend time with Jesus to become more and more like him. Then he says, how to fish for people. Hey, not only that, but we're going to go build something. We're going to build the kingdom of God. And so that is what he invited you guys into. That's what we tried to invite you guys into. That's what we want to continue inviting you into. That's not something that's a checklist. Okay, let me go ahead and throw that out there. Like, you don't, okay, I belong. Okay, sweet. Now I've become, yeah, if you ever check that box, uh, let me know because I want to know how you did that. Okay, um, and then 
build, right? Like we always, we're always becoming more and more like Jesus. And so that was the invitation to you. Now we're going to review these three terms in the next coming weeks, but this is what we're asking is for you to think through it in the lens of no longer uh, are we asking that you do that. Well, we're asking you to do that. No, no, take that back, right? We are still asking you to do that, but we're asking you to join us in helping those who don't know Jesus in your life to do the same. We want you to show those who don't know Jesus the way to connect to Jesus. That's our goal here. That's what we want to do. And so we want to take intentionally three weeks to focus on who in your life does not know Jesus and how can we equip you guys so that you can show them the way, so that you can help them belong to Jesus, so that you can help them become more like Jesus, so you can help them build the kingdom of Jesus. Now, having said that, I have to say this, and I want you to know this. Others' connection, it depends on your connection. Others' connection to Jesus is going to depend on your connection to Jesus. You, you can't enter into helping other people connect to Jesus if you're not also connecting daily with Jesus. Like we can't lead somebody to do something that we're not actually doing. And so you know my story. In high school, uh, I, I started going to church as a freshman in high school. That was a weird experience, right? People, we, sa we sang songs like we just did. That's foreign to somebody who doesn't know Jesus. Well, when Fred prayed, right? Like everybody in the room closed their eyes and, and one person was talking and my perception was to talking to thin air, like, and everybody else is like with them. Like it was confusing experience for me, but uh, eventually uh, I caught on and eventually I went on this two week mission trip. And in those two weeks, what ended up happening was these people showed me the way that they were connected to Jesus. In those two weeks, I experienced a group of high school kids love each other like I've never seen high school kids love each other. Like this whole group right here could tell you it happened to mix too, right? Like the, the, you go to these events and all like the social barriers that exist in high school, like they're broke down, middle school, they're broke down and everybody's just accepted for who they are and what value they bring. And like, the, it's, it's crazy, right? And I'm experiencing this as someone who's not connected to Jesus with a whole lot of people who are connected with Jesus, not just in my group, but like there were thousands of kids there. The night I accepted Jesus, Okay, now I say that now. I, I wouldn't say that then. The night I made the decision, I walked down an aisle to my youth pastor and he looked at me and goes, do you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. What I want, I want what they have. I just kept saying to him, I want what they have. I want what they have. Why? Because as someone who was unconnected to Jesus, I could see that they had something that I didn't. I could see that they were connected to something I was not connected to. And so not having known any kind of lingo, church lingo, I had no idea how to say, yes, I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. The only thing I kept telling him was like, I want what they have. And finally he was like, hey, they have Jesus. And I'm like, okay, sign me up. I'm like, what do I need to, like, do I need to sign something? You know, I had no idea how to do this. That night we ended up talking about it. He walked me through what that looks like, what Jesus did for us, uh, the fact of eternity. And I was like, I'm all in, I'm all in. But the truth is, is those high school kids for me, because first they were connected to Jesus, were able then to show me the way to connect with Jesus. You see, others' connection depends on your connection. 
You have to be experiencing the love and the forgiveness and the grace and the mercy of Jesus in your life daily for you to be able to connect others to that. Because if you're truly experiencing that, then, you'll be like, then, then people who don't know Jesus in your life will be like me. They'll look at your life and say, hey, you've got something I don't have and I want it. I wanna be with you in that. And so how do we do that as a church? Well, here's the deal. I wanna promise you, us as pastors have a role in that. We have a job and we're gonna do the very best we can with our job. But the truth is, is you have a job too, right? You have a role too. And so we find that, both of those in Ephesians. So flip with me over to Ephesians chapter four. I wanna read this so that I can tell you what my role is and so that I can tell you what your role is and so that we can start to function that way and go after the people who don't know Jesus in our community. Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus and they're having some, some role uh, confusion as well. Like they don't, not sure exactly what the roles are. And so Paul's clarifying, hey, this is the role of those uh, uh, that have these leadership positions in the church. And then this is the role of those uh, who attend that body of Christ, all right? Ephesians chapter four, verse 11. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until all come to such unity and faith and knowledge of God's son. that They will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Here's, here's our role, right? Here's the pastor's role. It says right there, what's the pastor's role? Pastor's role is to equip God's people to do his work. That's our job. Our job is to equip you. That's why we spent so much time presenting the way to you. That's why we spent so much time continuing to figure out how to communicate it to you. That's why we, we want to do anything we can to help you learn this, right? It's why, listen, we started this process of redoing uh, the way we connect people's lives to Jesus three years ago. Three years ago is the first time we sat down to talk about this. And the thing that we sat down, the first thing we talked about was this. It's gotta be something that everybody can remember and repeat and live out. And that started a journey of praying, of fasting, of being frustrated with one another, right? Uh, of saying, no, that's not gonna work. That doesn't make sense. I mean, we've, we talked about words. I mean, I was looking up definitions and roots and origins of words that I don't do that kind of stuff, okay? Like, I <laughs> I just use words, all right? Like I, I was never good at that kind of thing. Like we were figuring those out. And, and honestly, what that led us to was Jesus' invitation in Matthew 4. Come, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Belong, become, and build into his kingdom. So our job is to equip you. We want to, we want to give you all the resources that you need in order to do what? Well, to do your job. Well, what's your job within the church? What's your role within the church as the people who come and attend White River Christian Church and the greater church of Jesus Christ? Like your role is to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Now, here's the thing. That might be like, well, you're, you're applying a lot of pressure, Lance. You know, like you're telling me I've got to bring people to this church. Well, uh, that's not exactly what I'm saying, right? What, what I'm saying is your job is to be connected to Jesus first and foremost. To, to spend time with him. I love uh, our staff. I looked across the table at one of our staff this week and he, and he said, hey, I apologize because when we meet one-on-one, -on -one, I haven't asked you this question enough. How's your connection to Jesus and your time with him every single day? Why? Because that, 
that's the most important thing for us as Christ followers. It doesn't matter if you're on staff as a pastor or if you're just a Christ follower that has a, a, a job out in the corporate world. If you're a stay-at-home mom, like your job is to connect with Jesus first and foremost. Why? Because that's what we're called to do. We're called to become like him. And the only way for us to become like him is to follow him. And then after that, what do we do? We show other people what it looks like. That's what building the church looks like. And so we want to make this, like I want to make this abundantly clear to you. The mission of White River Christian Church is to connect every life to Jesus. How do we do that? Well, the strategy for us is this, the way. We're going to help people belong and we're going to help people become like Jesus and we're going to help people build Jesus' kingdom here on earth. Right? We're, well, that's what we're going to do here. Now, here comes the third part, which is the challenge. And this is what we're going to challenge you throughout this series. It, the, the actual challenge will come the last week, so in three weeks from now. Uh, but we want to let you know what it is right now. Who is the one that you're going to show the way to Jesus? Who's the one you're going to show the way with? Like who's that? Again, our other's connectedness is dependent on our connectedness. And so who is the one? We're asking you to identify one. And maybe this is one individual. Maybe it's somebody you work with. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's one of your neighbors. You as families, I love that we're sitting in here with our kids because maybe it's you as a family unit are gonna say, hey, we're gonna, the one is gonna be this family, this family that we love, but we know they don't know Jesus, right? Now here's what you're gonna be tempted to think. Well, doesn't that sound like a project? Here's what I'm gonna tell you. The reality is, it sort of is. When Jesus called the disciples, you know what they were? They were a project. Jesus, Jesus, we don't understand what you just done. Can you like tell us? Well, that's a little bit of a project, right? Like continually investing in and building into, but what for what purpose? For the kingdom, right? Not for the glory of White River Christian Church, not for the glory of Lance Stockton, Andrew Smiley, Fred. No, not for, the, for Jesus' glory. We have to look at it and think, how can we help these people understand that Jesus is the greatest life that they could ever live being connected to him? That's greater than anything else this world has to offer. Well, we have to set some goals. We have to start intentionally praying. We have to think about how we're going to enter into life with those people. How we're going to show them that this life is way better than the life that they're living. And so we want you to be intentionally praying about and thinking about in the next three weeks, who is the one? Who's the one? Who's the one? And we're going to focus on that for a year. We're going to ask you that question till you know, you're driven crazy. Why? Because we want to be intentional about being a church who shares Jesus with those who don't know him. We want to go to heaven with as many people as possible. Our mission here is to connect every life to Jesus. It's not a coincidence that I opened up my Bible Wednesday morning and I read this passage out of 1 Corinthians chapter 3. You don't have to turn there. Just listen to this. It says this in verse 5. After all, who is Apollos? Who's Paul? Right? Here's, here's what's happening. There's this argument of like, oh, I follow Christ. Well, I follow Paul. Well, I follow Apollos. Right? There's this argument of like, who is the one that's showing me the best way to live? Like there's an argument over basically leaders. Like I follow the best leader. You don't follow the best leader. I follow Paul. And then they're arguing back and forth. And this is Paul speaking. He says, after all, who's Apollos? Who's Paul? Who am I? We are only God's servants through whom you believe the good news. Each of us 
did the work the Lord gave us. I planted the seed in your hearts. Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose. And both will be rewarded for their hard work. For you are both God's workers and you are God's field. You are God's building. Listen, what we're asking you to do is plant seeds in water. Plant seeds in water. Let me take the pressure off of you. None of you in this room can change anyone's human heart. You can't make somebody accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Trust me, I've thought about it a lot. And it's a good thing God doesn't give me this ability. I wish I could reach in and change people's hearts. What they actually think about Jesus. Show them what it actually looks like. But I can't do that. And thank you, God, that I can't because I would mess that up. But what I can do, I can plant seeds. What I can do, I can water. What I can do is be connected to Jesus and show other people how awesome it is. And that's the exact same thing that you can do. And at the end of the day, we have to trust God that he and his Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit is gonna change their hearts. It's the only person that can. It's the only way it's gonna work. And so there's no pressure for you to convert somebody to Jesus, right? What the challenge is, is to show somebody what it looks like to plant a seed, to water it and continue watering it and be faithful to that. If those high school kids would have not been faithful to do that during those two weeks and, and the year before that, it would never led me walking down an aisle and saying, I want what they have. And if somebody someday in the future and the next year walks down to me and says, hey, I want what they have. Oh, buddy, praise Jesus. I can't wait for that moment. Right? I cannot wait for that moment. I'm praying for that moment. But the thing is, is I'm challenging you to play your role. And I promise we'll play ours. And let's do this together. Let's build the kingdom of God together. Let me pray. Jesus, we want to give you all the glory and all the praise. We want to build your kingdom here on earth. You taught us to pray that. You taught us to pray that. So we'll pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom, the honor, the glory, the power, everything, Jesus. We pray that in your precious and powerful name. Amen.